Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to the MMA Lab, the hottest MMA podcast out there. I'm your host, Ian Butler, MMA veteran, Gore Kickboxing veteran, grappling world champion. For the, all the hottest details in MMA today, come to the MMA Lab on Belief. And that's the first time. Yeah, it's because we live in California. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We are finally back. And my voice sounds like shit because I've been yelling <clears throat> all weekend. Come on, man. <clears throat> I know, dude. Not of a sudden I'm coughing. <laughs> Perfect fucking timing. Perfect. Perfect timing. Always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was in Vegas for two days. I had like 26 kids competing. They all did well. They all placed. Most all of them. So, yeah. That's yeah, good. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was great, dude. It was great. A lot of them haven't been to Vegas before. Um, it was a great experience and very crazy, very hectic, obviously. But uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And now Keegan's background. Who do you have in the background, Keegan? Uh, Justin Taffa, <laughs> Jared Vandera. They were the fight of the night on the fight night. That's a good. That's a good one. That's a Both good one. Fucked each other up all night. So yeah, I know, I know. And Taffa lost that one too. He did. I, he hurt his hand, too. He had a slow start. A very slow start. Yeah, I think I caught it uh, right towards the middle, and it was just both of them going at it the entire yeah. time. But, uh, you know, I, I will uh, I will say that that fight pleasantly surprised me. <laughs> Why would you think was going to happen? Uh, well, remember, I wanted uh, Shabazian and Hermanson up in – at least that spot wasn't even close. No, no, Hermanson just laid on top of Shabazz. He mauled him. He mauled yeah. him, dude. But then uh, this fight was a straight up brawl, and yeah, I'm kind of happy they kept it that way. Looking back on it now, yeah. Um, freaking Shabazian. I mean, he looked great in the first fucking round, though, dude. He looked his hands looked sharp. He looked amazing, and then Hermanson said. Fuck this. We got to take this shit to the ground. <laughs> yeah. And it stayed there. Yeah, but that's kind of... it stayed there. That, that's kind of how, you know, we kind of... I At least that's how I kind of figured Hermanson would have to win. He doesn't have the greatest stand-up in the world. No. So it's... And, you know, that's Shabazian's bread and butter is that Taekwondo style that he's I mean, got. But he has hands, though. He does, yeah. Really good hands. His hands looked really sharp that night. Yeah. And uh, his coach is the one that trained Ronda. Yeah. So. Yeah. A lot of people don't like him. Yeah. Um, but if it works for you, it works for you. Yep. You know, like he has a, he had one of the most famous mixed martial artists in history of combat sports. Yeah. Uh, and she was the one who brought on kind women's, of women's, women's MMA. MMA. Yeah. yeah. Between her cyborg. Uh, Gina was big when she first got in, but outside of that, I mean, you know, it's nowadays it's like Amanda, Valentina, Rose. Yeah, 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 yeah. But back in the day, I say it was Misha Tate. Uh, yeah, the names you said, Liz, Liz Car- Carmuch. Yeah, is in that picture, but it wasn't a lot. No. It wasn't a lot. No, they only really had like the 35 pound division. That's it. Yep, pretty much. That was <laughs> it. That was it. But yeah, yeah. So we'll stick with the UFC cards since we're talking about the cards that are uh, going on right now. Didn't we switch over to Bellator that happened over the weekend. But yeah, um, Subajian was coming off his first ever loss. And because uh, he got he got stopped by Derek Brunson really bad. Mm-hmm. Um and then uh he'll make some adjustments of takedown defense stuff like that. Did he even look close? Yeah. No, not at all. It was just, you know, uh one of those things where he uh 
I don't know. He he didn't look good wrestling against Brunson, and he didn't look good wrestling against Hermanson. It's shocking because, okay, so I was going to fight Shabazian one time. His, his name came up. He was going to actually take a fight in Bellator mm-hmm. before going to the UFC. And um, <clears throat> this is when I was dabbling up in 70s here and there. Kinda, I, I kind of wish I would have thought of because I didn't know his his ground game was shit. Like you know, like uh, yeah, was he's tall, terrible. He's tall as hell. Yeah, terrible. But the one thing we did look at was they're like, oh, dude, you're gonna be able to like take this guy down and maul him, mm-hmm. like you know. And I, we thought it was honestly an easy victory. And then looking at these fights, it is an easy victory. But I'm shocked because he trains with all those Armenians. A lot of them are really good at wrestling and, and like judo black belts, you yeah. know, like it's shocking that like his ground's not even like subpar. Yeah, no, it's, it's amazing that, you know, he's done, he literally, he was the training partner for Rhonda for a few of her fights. And, and Jake Ellenberger, dude. Yeah. So as someone who's been around people that have a decent ground game and, he just you doesn't think, have one. Yeah. You think I rub off a little bit, right? You would think. <laughs> I mean, I believe in like I I believe in the rub. Like, I mean, like mm-hmm. kind of like I, I've been around a lot of good names. Uh but Tony Ferguson really got me gave me minds when he was in his prime and stuff like that. And I think Raymond Daniels kind of like, you know, uh tired and it. like, you know, you would think that would kind of, but like, dude, like you can't even Defend a fucking takedown. No, not even once. Uh, and he didn't have a good time with Brunson either. You know, it's it was just, Brunson. Brunson, I think, was worse. Yeah, I think Brunson was worse, but Brunson's got more of you know the aggressive. I would say. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. They both have a somewhat aggressive wrestling style between the two of them. Yeah, yeah, they do. They do because uh, Hermerson. Because I ain't gonna let Sabazian won the first round, mm-hmm. and then Hermerson blitzed him because he's like, I'm getting pieced up. And then after he grabbed him, it was just over from there. Yeah, he was getting 10 8 rounds for crying out loud. Yeah, I would, you know, I'm gonna advise Shabazian, not like he is, he, he might, he might listen, but you know, uh, <laughs> I, I'd advise him, you know, seek out a good wrestling coach, take some time learn how to wrestle, learn how to defend yourself from the takedowns, maybe invest some time into some jujitsu. Uh, and then before you come back, that way yeah, you, yeah. you don't get three losses that are all the same way and you get bounced out of the UFC. Honestly, bro, you're young. Like you can actually take a lot of time off. Yeah. It ain't going to affect you. Yeah. Well, that's you know, the same thing happened with a uh, chase Hooper. The uh, he's like I know. a little yeah. bit as great look alike. Yeah, they they bounced him down to LFA for a bit. Uh, Did they? Help. Yeah, it was after after the contender series. They gave him the contract, but they said because he was so young, they wanted him down in the contender series. He was like eighteen years old, bro. Yeah, and uh, so they put him down there, and now he's back up at the UFC. But I mean, I wish that kid would just bulk because he's like six four i know or he's some stupid height for the weight class he's he's at. been training at been asking wrestling academy as well mm-hmm. really good jujitsu like because he won a fight in the ufc like good jujitsu but we also learned like when he his takedowns are bad like he's mostly a guard puller you really can't do that yeah. in fucking mma dude uh well he just eats shots yeah i know and then from there, he can't do a decent wrestling takedown. So yeah. he went to uh, so Ben Askren and then did this parody joke of like lookalikes saying that he, that was his son. Yeah, because he he went up to Jorge. He said, why'd you have to do my dad like that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, and then, but he actually started training with Ben for like wrestling defense. That's one of the best guys to get it from. You yeah. Know? And speaking of one of the best guys to get it from, we're kind of diverging. Uh, Kevin Holland's at fucking AKA. Yeah, and he's taking the fight against Sean Brady at 170. He's going down to 170. Going up. Oh no, Kevin Holland. No, I was he's thinking going Kevin, down. 
I was thinking Kevin Lee. No, Kevin Holland's staying at 185. Okay. That's he could barely make 170. Um, because he was talking about that on Rogan's podcast. But uh yeah, he's over at AKA. He's learning to wrestle because he uh he needs it. He needs a bad. I know DC invited him. I know Khabib said he'd help him out too. He he was training with DC. Yeah. He was training with DC. And the biggest thing about it, because like once again, this is kind of for circling to Sebastian. Kevin Holland was the man. Yeah. Riding high, right? Now he's on a two-fight losing streak. From wrestling. I know. Like, somebody will say that Holland's antics are fucking immature and stuff like that, but I said, whatever, whatever makes you feel relaxed and fight, because you can't complain because he's fucking sopping people at the same time, right? Exactly. Um, but at the same time, like, uh, He's also really smart enough to know that, like, I got to fix this shit because you might be out of a job, dude. Yeah. And he, you know, I think he got turned down for because someone dropped out and he said, I'll show up. And I think Dana said no. So <laughs> Wow. Good for looking out for the kid. Well, that and, you know, it's like, hey, man, like you, you accepted a fight against a wrestler on short notice twice. Like. Come on, buddy. Like mm-hmm. maybe, maybe you need to take some you need time to work and, on some things. Yeah, take some time yeah. off, work on some things. And you know, he had what seven or eight fights over the course of a year. Yeah. Or a year and some change. Like that's a lot, dude. Dude got paid. So he got paid. So I mean, you don't really need to uh, let hopefully you're not fucking blowing your fucking money. You know, he's young too, and watching some of the thing about the jury stuff, I guarantee he is. Um, uh, from what I've seen, because I follow him on, uh, he owns a house, which is great. He owns a house in Texas. He does, uh, he cars. He has one car that he really, really loves. Okay. A, a '69 uh, Nova. Okay. Uh, which is a super badass car. Uh, if you like supernatural, it's that car. Um, okay. <laughs> okay. And then uh he the other day he was going around mowing people's yards. What? Yeah. Just you know, because he could. I think he he likes to help out people in his community. So like if you're someone who can't get out and mow your own yard, you know, he showed up uh with a lawnmower and just went out and started mowing their yard for him. Get the fuck out of here. No, yeah, he was he went out doing that. Uh he posted something the other day about uh, possibly haven't have his roof repaired, but he's got a sponsor <laughs> for roofing. So he, uh, oh, dude, simple way to save money, bro. That's exactly. Smart too. Yeah. So I think, I think we give him a lot of shit because of the antics that he pulls in the cage and some of the things that he says, but I think he's a lot smarter than, you know, he allows people oh, to see. No, for sure, dude, for sure. Yeah. And him going to AK is a really fucking smart move, man. Yeah. And, you know, even if it's just to work on a, a few simple things here and there it's still smarter than you know not going yeah for sure sebastian take notes <laughs> I want you to, uh, I, he has a promising future but he might i i hate to say it, he might have to just full-on leave his camp i get that like you love like the people that you're with but like you know ronda's not there anymore mm-hmm. uh and yeah, i don't I'm know not- anybody out of that camp that like they ain't like Gilbert Melendez or Ellenberger are going back down there because they're fucking retired, you know? Exactly. Like they're they're and they're not stopping in. They all moot like Gilbert owns his gym. He has other things to do. Melendez and Melendez is coaching. Yeah. Uh so you know, I mean go to him. Yeah, I would say and then go to him, you know, train with Leslie Smith, whoever over there. She's I, I feel like she's probably better than she lit on this weekend. <laughs> but, we'll get to that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, I mean, just go find, uh, even if it's, you know, going and hanging out with Jordan Burroughs. I mean, good Honestly. Lord. Like the, the dude's a great wrestler. Just go find a wrestler. I, Armenia's probably got to have, you know, at least one decent wrestler. No, they're they're really good, dude. Those countries are really good, but like it's 
why aren't you using your resources exactly. and, pulling, and pulling people into camp, you know? Exactly. You know, you've got the resources, you got the people, you know, and I, you probably have the financial backing too. Why aren't you? For using- sure. You got to spend money on it though. But I don't think some of these kids, uh, bro, <clears throat> I had a guy named Moses Bisbing was part of our camp at Ruka. I always see him every two weeks. Like he'll, he'll write Moses a little check, dude. Yeah. Thank you for being training camp. Tony did it for me yeah. and I helped him get ready for Khabib and, and the Barboza fight. He wrote me a check afterwards, you know, and then I learned that's what you have to do. So I start paying out my coaches and start paying out my training partners because they're there for you, you know, because you're, you're your own business, bro. And stuff like that. I don't know if anybody taught him that yet. He but, probably uh, knows, but it's also, you know, I want to save money maybe. Well, and, you know, there are some negative things that have been said about his coach. Maybe it's just people don't want to go work around his coach. Oh, fuck. That means you got to get out. Yeah. If, you get out. if people, if, if you can talk to a fighter and they won't come work with you because of your coach, it means you got to get out if you want to get any sort of good training partners in. But if they will come and work with you, regardless of your coaches, I mean, you need to utilize those resources, you know, I it's agree. Not, it, you have them at your disposal. You literally have all the other divisions around you. You can go to 170 or you could go to 205 and you can pull people that are wrestlers from each of those. Yep. And it would help you out. And it doesn't even have to be UFC. It could be PFL, Bellator. Bro, Subhajin came down to Ruka to spar with us. I, if he is like, dude, I'm willing to help him out in fucking wrestling. Fuck, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, He'd be a perfect person to do it. Yeah, dude. Fucking come. You're not that far. Yeah. Or, you know, I mean, anyone can <laughs> can help him wrestle. It's yeah. not, it, you just need to go get it. Yeah, so. I know, man. I know. Like, so, uh, Keegan, did you catch any of the prelims on the UFC? I did not. Okay. I don't think so. I woke up fairly late for that one. There is a... Um, there's a guy, his first name is David. I can't say his last name. That's a fly rate. Uh, Dvorak? Yes. Yeah. I believe he's ranked. Is he ranked? Uh, he might be. Um, might bro, be ranked. What a slick submission. Tall as fuck for that division, too. Really tall, dude. What uh, did he pull? Uh, just a basic runicate check, but the way he got to the back, man, he like shut the underhook got to the back right away boom arms it like gable grip tight like a beautiful fucking submission man a beautiful submission and then there's another one on the on the prelims that's going to be a start dude bruno silva right he is the training partner of henry suhudo um he talked about pretty much just like leaving he sold all his items just to move to the united states just so he can get better training partners so he's been in training camps and got used like for the pitbull training camps henry cejudo's training camps you know yeah. henry's been in this corner a couple of times nasty fucking black belt bro Damn. really good on the ground that's what henry was using him for dude he literally knocked the guy out within the first minute of the other court heavy big right hand they came forward. They're filling each other out. Knee, boom, right hand over the top. He dropped fights over, you know. Um, he also TKO'd uh, JP Buys with his wife was fighting on the same card. Okay. A while ago. Dude, he has a nasty black belt. He hasn't fucking used it yet, you know. Like, he's, right. he is going to be a star and a stud in that flyweight division. Those are two flyweights right. that you got to look out for for sure. Yeah, Dvorak um, is ranked 11. Yeah, dude, he's nasty. And then Silva is not... Not ranked yet, huh? No, not on here. He's fucking I, going to be. I will say that uh, the Chris Barnett, I really wanted him to win. I saw ESPN's little uh, sizzle reel of him that they put out. That dude parties, man. After <laughs> after he wins, he just has a party in the cage, does like dancing and shit. I wanted. I wanted him to win, but he got submitted. But uh, he got smoked. Yeah, I'm not surprised. <laughs> I think Bro. Ben Rothwell is one of those ones where it's like, if you sleep on the guy, he's gonna, just going to beat the shit out of you. He's a nasty fucking vet, dude. Yeah. Like, you know, like he, 
He's been around for a minute. It, it, dude, he has over probably 50 fights, I think. Uh, good question. Um, but he's, you know, he's been around for a long time and he stays, you know, right there in the rankings, I think, or at least just outside well, of it. close to it. Yeah. He's dude. not ranked, but dude, he, um, he won both rounds by the way. And it wasn't close. Like he, first of all, the stand up wasn't close. And then we, when Ben took him down the first round, he just mauled him. Chris used his athleticism to get out. He was fucking, first of all, Barnett was fucking gassed, dude. Go put on your fucking running shoes, bro. Jesus, yeah. it was bad. It was bad. And then second round, he got submitted, you know, off of like a, I think it was a go-go, but it was pretty much like a guillotine. Like he's in turtle position. Like he tried to take him down because he was getting beat up by shots and he finished it from there, dude. He didn't even like pull back on it and he was fucking done. Like it was sad. Honestly, Ben Rothwell is 38 and 13. So he's got 51 fights. Yep. Um, 28 by knockout, six by submission, four by decision. Um, and, you know, he uh, his last fight, he lost against uh, Marcin Tybura. But yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. you know, he's, he's, he's in there, dude. He's still in there. 39 years old. He fights out of Kenosha, Wisconsin. He comes in right at the heavyweight limit. Uh, but those heavyweights can fight to like 41 or 42, though. He's been in the octagon since 2009. Yeah, I graduated 08. <laughs> <laughs> I was in, uh, I was a freshman in high school. Uh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, like, man. Dude, I, I wasn't even thinking about MMA at that point, dude. I, shit, I wasn't thinking about anything. <laughs> I had to pass math class, man. Come on. Fuck, dude. Fuck. <laughs> I was trying to graduate, dude. Fuck. Actually, English uh, has been more of my problem. So, <laughs> <laughs> But another vet on the card as well. Um, Silva fought Court McGee, dude. Yeah. Court McGee, dude. I met Court with Tony's camp because they're like perfection nutrition. Mm-hmm. Like they, and they always have all these fighters in the room that they they do all the nutrition, they cook the food, you can grab stuff. And we were in there for Tony, and he showed up and super fucking good dude, really good dude, man. Yeah. Um, he's been around for a fucking minute, dude. Yeah. I I, I think he was like tough finale four, or tough four, or like tough three, like you easily tough top five, like in the beginning. Yeah. Man. And. uh Dude, he pulled a really good decision, though. Like, it was a Grammy fight, but, like, he pulled it off, and I'm happy for him, dude. These vets are, like, fuck, dude. I tell all these kids, like, it takes fucking time. Some, yeah. well, they say the prime for fighting is, like, in your 30s. So, you know, I mean, like, you're, that's when, like, your brain has matured and your body hasn't started to decline yet. Mm-hmm. So they say that's all, like, right there at that point. Um but you know, it's. I think you're gonna start to see a lot of those vets get pushed out. Eventually, like uh, eventually, like time. Um, time will time catch up to everyone. you. Exactly, yeah. you know. Like, um, I'm a, I'm gonna come back to that. I'm gonna finish this card, <laughs> and then uh, yeah, and then um, so, Ricardo, Ramos. Put off a really good decision as well. Um, the Justin Toffa fight, that was a hell of a fucking fight, dude. Yeah. Um, a person I will say that's been champ before and uh and is coming back, speaking of maturity, fucking Carla Esparza, man. Like I I kinda like uh I don't shit on her. Like I like Carla. We she came and did a couple strength and good conditioning sessions with me. Really sweet girl, really nice girl. I like cookies. She like cookies. Her name's the Cookie Monster. Um, I just really, I'm just a really big fan of Tatiana Suarez, and I think she's gonna take over that division when she gets back. Tatiana up. I know she's gonna go 25. I yeah. think she might come back down to 15, though, dude. I think it all depends because she's been she's been working her ass off while she hasn't been able to fight. Um, constantly, dude. Constantly. 
but maybe she just feels better at 25 and maybe She's a giant at 15. Yeah. Well, and maybe her doctor said, you know, you need to stay at 25 in order to, uh, you know, keep your neck healthy. Cause the neck was the big issue. Yeah, for sure. So I, for I sure. mean, you know, Carla's on a good little run here though. She's bro. She's that was a beautiful stoppage. Yeah. That fight wasn't even close. No, definitely wasn't not. even close at all. Yeah, like and then a crucifix finished by mounted crucifix for that small. Usually, only Rod Nelson's getting crucifix. I mean, well, Valentina. You know. Well, yeah, I forget about Valentina as well. Yeah, yeah, but dude, what an awesome fucking stoppage, man. Because she's so Carlos Barza. She beat Yan Shanon. She beat Marina Rodriguez, Michelle Waterson last year. Uh, Alexa Grasso and Virna Yanjaroba. Uh, those are her last five. She's won her last, yeah, she's won her last five because she lost to Tatiana and Claudia Gadelia back to back. Uh, and that was in 2018. So, yeah. She lost to Random Marcos in 2007. <clears throat> she did. She did. I like Random Marcos. But Random Marcos goes up and down, up and down. Like, it's unbelievable, bro. She's hot and cold. Yeah. But but at the same time, like, I'm like, you can be great. Like, look at the people that you beat, though. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy as hell. And then the main event. Rob Font looked fucking amazing. <laughs> Rob Font looked absolutely amazing. Cody had, you know, one and a half good rounds and then rob font just took over rob font had it standing though the entire time i don't think cody did bad i don't think he did bad he just you know i couldn't tell if he gassed or if he just wasn't sure of himself or you know because he never really like he had rob rocked a couple of times and then yeah, he just dude. never he never pulled it out um so i don't know if uh something there you know where he's trying to be more calm in the fights where he's trying to stay in control more or I actually thought he looked pretty damn good to be honest. Yeah. You know, like I, sometimes you just run into people that are just fucking good, dude. He, he looked good for having, you know, just had a six month battle with COVID. Oh no. Put it that way. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, outside of that, I don't know. I mean, I I don't know what more he could have done. Rob's just riding that train. It's his time. It, it, dude, it is his time, dude. Dude, talk about when we talk about the maturity thing, patience. Um, dude, on the feet, dude, like mm-hmm. really patient, beautiful way using his jab and everything. Um, dude, he, I think he could have probably stopped Cody if he wanted to put his foot on the gas pedal. To be honest, you I know? think he just. I don't think he wanted to get Cody to start getting wild because you saw he's, when Cody had his dangerous. Back, well, you saw when he had his back up against the fence. He started doing that duck bullshit that he pulled up against. Uh, oh, who did he fight last? Um, the Brazilian. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I am uh, blanking on his name as well. Yeah, he. But how he ducked and then threw that hand from hell, like from his knee. Yeah. Uh, he started doing that up yep. against the fence. So it's one of those things where it's like, oh, so you're gonna start ducking and then you're gonna try and throw. All right. Well, I'm just gonna back away type thing i don't think he just want i don't think he really wanted to bring that out of him because what it looked like you know not force him to go and do anything wild and crazy that you know, might be hard to counter might be hard to stop so. for sure for sure you know like i dude i i i can't say enough about rob Font, man that's like i watch a couple of his fights but that one in particular i was extremely extremely impressed man like he 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 looked great yeah he looked great he looked amazing um for sure and the person he knocked out was half yasin so okay yeah 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 Yeah, i should probably remember that (laughs) you know um damn man like uh he but you know what i don't think do you think it's the end of the road for cody or you think he still has a lot left no because cody's barely 30 you know, no, he's I, a baby. He's, he's not that old. He just had a six month battle with COVID. So this is his first time back in the ring. Uh, and he had what a few months between that 
battle with COVID and the fight against Rafael Asuncao, he was in training camp when he got it and yep. he wore himself all the way down to the point where he had vertigo because yep. of everything that he was experiencing. And then, uh, you know, got back healthy, took the time to train and get himself right again. But at the same time, you know, maybe you need to work a little bit more on the cardio aspect now yep. of things. Take You don't need to work as much on your, your skill training, focus a little bit on your, your cardio training for as long as you possibly can build up that gas tank and then, you know, go from there. You know what? I, um, I would say, uh, man, Cody, I was really happy to see some takedowns in there. Yeah. And you know, he, that's one thing he keeps saying is that people forget that he's, you know, like a state championship wrestler out of Ohio. Yeah. Out of Ohio. That's a tough, that's dude. That is a tough state. Like for me, Norton, that's a tough fucking state to win a title. Yeah. Like, like he, fuck man. Like I, I'm glad he's mixing it up. He actually looked like a mixed martial artist. I really can't say. I mean, he fucking won a world title for crying yeah. out loud. Yeah, he did. But you know, it's, it's, uh, it's just one of those things where he just couldn't keep it up. Unfortunately. Yeah. Unfortunately. Now, let's get back to uh, the previous fight before Bellator. Did you watch that card, Keegan? I did watch that card. I did. Did you watch the main or the prelims? I watched it all. Okay. Anything stick out on the prelims at all? Um, not really. I mean, Grant Neal yeah. looked good against Tyree Fortune. Yep. Uh, Sumiko Anaba, she looked pretty good. Uh, even though, you know, she's now two and oh, uh, and then you got Aviv Gozali that he holds the fastest submission record for Bellator. Yep. Uh, he won again, um, doing nothing but, you know, submitting, uh, yeah, I know. And, and then Swada Wad, Swada Wad with the stoppage. Swada Wad with the stoppage. He did pretty good with that. Uh, you know, I'm. I can't say that Nate Andrews. It was his first fight in Bellator. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not. It didn't seem to me like he. You, he he should have had Sadawan as his first fight. I don't. I don't know why they're keep on booking all these unranked people, uh, fighting ranked people. Yeah, I, I don't think Sadawan is ranked. Is he ranked? But he's fucking up there, dude. He's up there and he's doing pretty good, but at the same time, it's like you know, Bro, you got him. He was in Bellator before I got into Bellator. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. Alfie Davis lost uh, against Alexander Shabili uh, by decision, and then Leah McCourt, she had a submission. Yep. Uh, triangle. Yep. After getting her shit yep, rocked. Yep. yep. Now, the main card, I really enjoyed the main card, actually. Um, the main card was pretty good. I'll give him that one. Dude, uh, that middleweight bout, the welterweight bout that for two people I didn't know, that was a good fucking fight. Realist the two LFA champions, former mm-hmm. LFA champions, they went to fuck you. They went at it, dude. Like, yeah. dude, that was a good fucking fight. Well, whatever Macon Mendonca's nickname is, it needs to just be the nut crusher because he kicked him in the nuts like two times, like Hard. back to back. Hard too, dude. Back to back. <laughs> and then you had uh, Christian um, Edwards. He got he didn't get his medicals cleared. He uh, His fight got pulled and Valerie Lareda and Hannah Guy got brought up. Um, and dude. I will say Hannah. That was a good fight. Yeah, it was more competitive than I thought it would be. Bro, what? You thought she was going to get... You thought Hannah was going to... First of all, I reached out to Hannah. Yeah. She started following me now. We started following each other. I nice. said, I said, Hannah, like, I really loved your fighting. Dude, way to fucking go, Hannah. You called her a tomato can last week. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah, I didn't mean it. <laughs> And I, I didn't mean it. Okay. Okay, Hannah, please forgive me. Uh, but like, 
First of all, and then she thought I actually fought that night, which I was like, no, all black guys don't look like Hannah. Um, maybe she thought I was fucking Fabian fucking Edwards or some shit. Like I don't had no fucking idea, dude. No. She goes, you fought that night? I was like, no, I did no. not. I, I should be fighting soon, but like, no. Um, look, you know, I don't know why the UFC doesn't do this because UFC is the best in the world. You know, Bellator fucking grooms people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, UFC wants the the finished product. The best, the best of the best. Yeah, they the best of the best. They don't want to be considered like the league that grows people. They don't want to be considered the group that you know builds people up. Like you come to the UFC because you are ready to be, you know, yeah, there. Yeah. It's it's like with baseball. Like you have the minors and then you have Triple the majors. A. But the thing that is weird is Bellator is still the big leagues, right? I've so. Fuck, man! Like it's 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 because you have some of the best guys in the fucking world. They, Chandler just left and went over there, right? I I think fucking um, I mean for crying out loud, uh, who's the welterweight champ? Douglas Lima. Yeah, like you know, like and stuff like that. You have people that are the best in the world. Ryan Bader's over there. Like it's weird. Like I feel like it's like sometimes, like you said, the baseball model or like football. Sometimes, like hey. We gotta. It's preseason. We gotta get this guy reps, or it's a blowout game. We gotta get this guy reps. So we gotta fucking. I don't know. It's it's one of those mixed things where it's like you have people making their debuts and everything, but then you also have people who have been brought back to Bellator, or you know they were in the UFC and now they're no longer in the UFC. True. Now, like you, you have that mixed bag of really crafty vets that you know couldn't take it with all these up and coming newer younger guys anymore and then you have these people that are oh like no Patrick. making their ring debut and then you got people like patricky pitbull yeah that is arguably like probably the best featherweight in the world i'd have to see you know i'd have to see him fight max bro he knocked out fucking chandler i i get that he knocked out he's a double champ bro like i dude anybody he has faced at 45 has not been close for I, years, Keegan. Right, right. Years. But has he fought Holloway? We need to make that happen, though. Like, you know? I, I need to I need and, to see him fight. I guarantee it would be fucking competitive. I, I need to see Why you bring up Holloway? Holloway? Why didn't you bring up Volkanovski? <laughs> I like Alex. Alex is the champ. But I need him to... I need... But you want to throw Holloway out there to see if he's the best in the I world? Want, I want him to beat Holloway first. If he beats Holloway, then he gets his shot at the champ. Or if Ortega becomes champ after But this, he's a champ, though. Give him Volkanovski. Let no. Champ versus champ. Yes. No. Yes. No, that's not how this works. You you come but, up from AAA. Now you're batting no. in the majors. You don't just immediately no, go to But he's in the big hours. leagues, Keegan. He's in the fucking big leagues, bro. Is he, though? I, Okay, but but you're gonna let Connor fucking fight Floyd Mayweather? He couldn't fight like a uh, uh, like uh, well, I never mind. That's disrespectful if I would have said that. But uh, like you know, he went straight to the top. Yeah, because him and Floyd got into it, and Floyd controls his own promotions. If he decided to go after someone else who doesn't control their own promotions, then it might have been different. And also Dana, who is basically the promoter for Connor, came out and was like, this could be a huge money grab, which it was. And they got, you know, they got money. Uh, Floyd got money. Connor got a shit ton of money. You know, everyone got paid. Okay, true. But what about when Ben Henderson fought Koskoff and got a title shot right away in Bellator and got smoked? I Hey, man. I don't make the rules here. Smoked. I don't. I don't make the rules here. All I'm saying is that if Patricky decided he wanted to come play with the big boys at the UFC, oh my god, the big <laughs> boys, dude, the uh, big boys. Uh, all I'm saying. Well, technically, he already played with the big boy because the guy that tally, the challenge for the title got knocked the fuck out by him. And I, dude, dude that's my fucking boy. But I'm just trying to prove a point here. <laughs> all, all I'm saying is, is that if he wants to come over to UFC, and he wants to play in the UFC. I guarantee you Dana is not going to give him a title shot right off the bat. 
Dana is going to give him. He's going to need to win one. I get it. But he's, like... he's going to give him either, depending on who wins or loses between Ortega and Volkanovsky. So say if Volkanovsky wins, he's going to give mm-hmm. Patricky Holloway or Ortega. And keep in mind, those are the only two people that have challenged for the belt anytime Seems soon. Like, it's <laughs> the same. I know. I know. So, it's fucking insane. I don't even know anybody in the featherweight picture. I don't want to get into it. I know it's a long list, but a lot of these featherweights got a lot of work to do, though. Like it's uh, uh, You got Holloway 1, Ortega 2, Yair 3. Yair hasn't fought in like two years. I know. That's what's ridiculous. That's what I'm saying. Like it's Cater's uh, 5. Cater got fucking killed. Yeah. Uh, Chan Sung Jung, the Korean no. zombie. He's nope. 4. Uh, you got Emmett at six. Nope. Ige at eight. Nope. Uh, Edson at nine. Bro, it's weak. You know it's weak. Hey, you got my boy Bryce Mitchell. Old camo shorts. He's down there at twelve. Damn. Well, he's been fighting dudes in twisters. I know, but they, dude, the featherweight division needs work, dude. Yeah, I can't tell if Bryce Mitchell's more famous for drilling his nutsack or for, you know, putting people in twisters. Oh, <laughs> I like his twist. But, um, but Hannah, dude, shit, congratulations, dude. She did her thing. Wait, wait she did. Come on, win. Yeah, I would say uh, Valerie was pretty close, you know, in that first round. Yeah, first um, round was ugly, yeah. But, you know, second, third round, she definitely locked it up. And then I saw a post the other day. Valerie is in a arm cast all the way up to her shoulder. Probably because she got put in like fucking 10 arm bars, bro. Yeah. Yeah. How do you feel about the uh, Leandro Ego versus uh, Darren Caldwell? Yeah. Yeah, that's bad, dude. Um, obviously, um, I hate talking about friends, but like, um, I love them. Uh, and I know he switched camps, Sammy Hoof. Uh, you know, I just didn't get it. Like he, he kind of looked kind of tired in a third. You know, yeah, like he he gave himself up for that submission. Too. I know. Like I, I don't get it. Uh, I, I, uh, maybe it. I, I can attest to this. It takes a while to adjust to a new team, and new coaches, and your environment as well too. But like. Uh, I don't know, dude. He that was he Hegel was very beatable because he was handling him. Yep. He was handling him. He should have won that fight. And Hegel Hegel missed weight too. I know three pounds. I know it's fucked up. He should have won that fight. Yeah. You know. So uh, yeah, man. I I just don't fucking get it. And then uh, I did. It started out great. The elbows he was throwing. I guarantee. I thought he was gonna probably stop off of there. Yeah, but I thought he was looking it. good too. Yeah, I know. Like, I don't fucking get it, dude. Like, yeah. I don't know what happened. Like, or mental breaks and stuff like that. I know when I had something like that, and he's coming off two back-to-back losses. I went to go get a mental coach after that, and it changed my life. And I've been on this big streak, so uh, I don't know. Maybe he needs to dive into that. I think mental health is important, and uh, he's still young. Still show a lot of promise. I don't know if it was a shitty weight cut because he's back down to 35 for the first time in like a year or two. Yeah, because he's on the featherweight Grand Prix. Exactly. You know, like that can be probably rough, but it looked like he was looking good, but you just don't fucking know. But like uh, he has to fix it ASAP. I mean, that's two in a row. Two submissions in a row. I know. Um, No, no. It went to decision. This one did? It went to decision. It was split decision. Hugo, it was split decision. Hugo won split. Oh, okay. He got um, put. It, he got put in submissions though. Yeah. Well, when he shouldn't. When he shouldn't. AJ beat him by submission too. Bad. Yeah, but that Craig. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say arguably the main card was more exciting than the main event. Like everything co-main event back on the main yeah. card was more exciting than the main event. The main event was so one-sided; it wasn't even funny. Okay, we'll get to the main event. What did you think about Austin Vanderford versus? Uh, Fabian Edwards, Leon Edwards' brother. I thought he beat the shit out of him. Yeah, it wasn't even close. No, well, it was kind of close on the feet for like part of the a first little round. bit. And then he he started looking pretty good when he could actually he was getting up fast at first, 
in the first round. <laughs> yeah. The first round. And he was striking. He was looking good. But uh, yeah, dude. Uh, also, Vanderford looked good. Yeah, he, he did. And he's, you know, he's undefeated now. Undefeated. Cage. He's, I would say he's a little undersized height wise for a middleweight. Um, especially, you know, if he does have aspirations to do go to the UFC at some who's, point. Who's the middleweight champ in Bellator? Uh, oh, it's Gegard Mousasi. Yeah, Gegard. And Gegard's like 6'4". Gegard's huge, bro. Yeah. You see, so, he was on my fucking fight card. I met him. He's fucking huge. Yeah, because he fought Lyoto that night. Yep. Um, but, you know, I I would say... Uh, I would... His chances against Gegard, I would give him, you know, a decent chance. But Gegard's got a decent ground Gegard, game, too. Gegard so, can wrestle. Yeah. So... You know, it he's gonna have to round himself out before he does uh, that. I don't think he's ready, dude. But also, you know, if he has aspirations to fight in the UFC at all, which I know Paige probably has a little bit of pull with Dana to get him up there. Yeah. If, if she, you know, if he really wants to go, he could just stay in Bellator his entire career and make that sponsorship money. Could. But um, you know, if if he does ever want to go up there just to say that he did it, yeah, I would say he probably needs to fight at welterweight even though he would probably never make welterweight ever again yeah he's an in-betweener he's a tweener he's Sucks. just so sh- he's so short short dude. short i mean i he's say a- he's short but he's like my size <laughs> he's a tweener which sucks like I, I get it you know yeah he's he's 511 like yeah i know if i weighed 185 pounds and i was five and i looked like that like Sign me up, but. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, the main event. So, um, obviously, like, Cyborg is, like, man, she's, like, a big sister to me, dude. Like, she's always been supportive. She always stayed out there for all my fights, to watch all my fights. She she was out there for my last Bellator fight, dude. Kate's mm-hmm. side just cheering me on. That was the uh, announcement. Yeah. Yeah, dude. And then uh, Leslie Smith. Um bought one of my shirts when all the politicals like with all the Cuban rights stuff was going on and stuff like that and repped it and, mm-hmm. and I met her a couple of times like she's amazing very big activist by the way as well um amazing girl she's tough as fuck yeah she I mean I it's it's good she didn't you know I would say it's good she didn't get stopped in this fight because she, she did, did get stopped at the at the end fifth oh, round yeah. Fifth, you remember? It was, one, it was like 30 seconds left to go. Yeah. That's or like right. 15 seconds left to go or something like that. She got stopped in the last one too against yeah. Chris. But like first round. First I, round, no. What sealed it for me between it was when Chris just picked her up and tossed her, like suplexed her. I know. You dude. know, at that's at that point it was like, oh yeah, Chris has she, got this in the back. She, yeah, like she this. does that like Leslie doesn't have it. She doesn't have the knockout power to put Chris's out at all. No. And no. she's more like I I love Leslie, but when I looked at the matchup and I was looking at Leslie's past fight, I never knew it wasn't a chance. The only the only way you have a chance is submitting her because she's more of a volume striker on the feet. You need to have power to fucking put Chris out. Yeah. Which is what the that's the only way Amanda beat her. Exactly. You need to have power to put her out. Yeah. And j- j- Chris's jiu-jitsu is fucking phenomenal. Good luck. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, um, I, I thought it would be. Too. She's good standing. She's good everywhere, dude. Yeah. And she has a chance. She has a gasting for days. She's fucking strong as fuck. Yep. It, 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 and it was one-sided. With all that stuff saying it was one-sided, like, she literally just took a beating for, like, five whole fucking rounds and got finished at the last 10 seconds. If that went to the judges' scorecards, that's a 50-45 all the way. Probably, for sure. I, I would never have given a round to Leslie. I uh, I don't know. I just feel like in the fifth round, the title fight, like it's uh, it, it 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 was a beating, but it wasn't like the Glover Teixeira versus uh, Anthony Smith. But still, like at one point, you got to know, kind of like boxing sense. Like I know we don't have the power to stop this guy. Yeah. Like my guy's just gonna take more damage. Yeah. Like. I'm thinking like maybe in a, like we should start throwing in the towel a little bit more. I think that you know it's probably a good idea that throwing in the towel. I 
I get that it is a title fight, and that's Bro, why she don't had to do it. In the fifth, you know, damn, she had no chance. No, no, she could have. The only way she could have won is if she knocked her out, and that would have never happened. But at the same time, you know, there aren't any coaches throwing in the towels in title fights. Like, I would have. Who, who's the uh, first? Uh, even in boxing, I mean, Deontay, Deontay Wilder's coach, you know, called that fight. Good for him. But that was because, you know, he saw Deontay stumble over, barely know what his own name was. Against Good for Tyson him. Fury. Good but for him. You got you need coaches to protect you like that, though. You do, but I think that's the problem with MMA is that you have some of these guys that, you know, they don't – the coaches don't want to do it as much as the fighter doesn't want to do it. Ugh. Like, if I'm getting my shit rocked and you're my coach, I hope you throw in the towel. I hope you say, no, don't go out there anymore. Like, and I might be pissed off at you, but if I look back at the film and I say, like, look, I never had a fucking chance in this no. fight, not even a little bit, yep. not a semblance of a chance, I would be like, you know what? I appreciate it because now I don't have brain damage. You know, that's True. that's just how I feel. Like, you know, even in football, like if you have a concussion in football, like you're out, forced yep. out. Even if Absolutely. you have, if you get pulled off to get investigated for a head injury in the NFL, you have to take at least the rest of that quarter off. Yep. So, you know, they force you to take 15 <clears throat> minutes or however much is left of that 15 minutes on the sideline. So, you know, it, it's really, it, I don't know. Head injuries need to be, you know, more of a thing in fighting. Dude, Freddie Roach said if it if when one of his guys get knocked out, he he tells him to take off a year, which is a good thing. Yeah. And Cody Garbrandt took off a year because he had horrible concussions. Yeah. You and know, Tatiana, Tatiana took off two years for you know a neck. I know, like it's the sport's not going anywhere, dude. Mm-mm. Like the more damage, like you don't have one body, you're going to use your body for the rest of your life. You know. Yeah, and you know, I get, I get that maybe you don't, like, you don't want to take the time off. You need the money. You need all. You can, you know, if you really have to take time off for injury, you can work with sponsors. Yep. I know a lot of people. I, I don't know them personally, but I, I've seen a lot of, you know, fighters when they're in like a huge downtime. All they're doing is sponsored posts. They're doing sponsor engagement with their fans. You know. Yep like manscaped uh you, you know like so many people have manscaped as a sponsor i know it's huge i know like, but it, you know at the same time you, you can't force these guys to do anything that they don't want to do you have to let them you, you know do their own thing and if you're not a doctor you can't really say like well this is in your best interest and they're gonna That's go get true. they're gonna do what they want to do yep 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 i agree Hey, so what'd you get first submission of the night? I mean, submission of the week. Uh, Liam McCourt had a good one on the triangle. Mm-hmm. Um, rocked going back. I'm trying to see who all had the submission. So she had a good one. Uh, Aviv Gozali. That was a decent submission. Um it doesn't even say what the submission was, of course. Uh, let's see. I mean, who had a? Did anyone have a submission on the UFC cards other than Ben Rothwell? Yeah, uh, that one twenty five or Davey. Uh, he's my pick for submission of the week. David Dvorak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd he, say it was really nice. It was slick. I'd say between him and Liam McCourt. I mean, okay. You know, just the triangle is a little bit harder to pull off um, depending on, you know, how you are as a person. Uh, The rear naked choke is also hard to pull off just because everyone knows how to defend the rear naked choke. So if you actually get it in, it's fight hands, fight hands. Yeah. Um, So if you get it in, it's pretty good, but yeah, I'd give, uh, yeah, I'll say David. All right. What about knockout? Shoot. Uh, well, let's see. We got Carla and Jan, Sean on, uh, Bruno Silva. 
Um, and then let's go to Bellator. You got Sada Wad, who yep. Yep. Uh, that dude could barely stand. Um, Davion Franklin against Tyler King. Yep. Mm, Sumiko Inaba. Yep. I don't remember how she knocked her out there. I should I'm, probably write these things down. I'm going with Bruno Silva. Dude. Yeah. Dude, just one punch, one hit a critter. Boom. Right? Face planet over. Yeah. And, uh, just the earliness of that one. Yeah, yeah I know. Like, it is so fast, so quick. So, yeah, man. Submission. And then what is your pick for fight of the week? Oh, I definitely the Tafa uh, Vandera fight. I agree. Yeah, it's just a you. brawl. Yep, I agree with you. Um, I agree with you. Yeah, and then Tafa, like that's we talked about, at least just started off too fucking slow, dude, in the first round, and then finally start picking it up. You know? Yeah, um, you only got one fight card to watch next week, so uh, which is I think Rosen that's in two weeks. Two weeks. No, we got Rosenstruck. Uh, is that no? That is two weeks. Yeah, so we have nothing this week. So I think next week we just do predictions for that card. I know. I yeah. know. Yeah. So the one thing I did want to talk about this week, speaking about maturity and learning your body and when to shut him down, Paul Felder fucking retired. And he announced it live on TV and I'm yep. proud of him. And, you know, he, he took some time, learned when it was time for him to hang it up and good for him. I, I'm glad they gave him the time to do that too. Honestly, because there are some like most fighters, like when they announce their retirement, they got to do it on like Instagram or Twitter or anything like or, that. Or when a cage or something like that, when they're done yeah. fighting, you know. But but I'm glad they gave Paul the time to, you know, uh, sit ringside, being a commentator to actually, you know, make a retirement speech about that. Yeah, he also talked about it at the press conference as well. Yeah. It's really interesting that he just says that like he just doesn't want to do it anymore. Like he just uh he doesn't have to burn the desire. No, dude, if you don't have the desire, I don't think kids realize I even said this for like my kids wrestling, like be on your game. Uh because you can get hurt because it's still a combat sport, you know? Like, you know Dana says it too. If you don't like, feel the, if you don't feel a desire to fight anymore, then don't do it. Don't, don't do it because you can get seriously hurt doing That's it. That's the thing, though. Like, I think some fighters just say, like, oh, I want to do it. Like, no, motherfucker. Like, people are trying to hurt you. It's a fight. Yeah. It's, it's not a like, fight. It's not like basketball. It's not like oh. baseball. Like, football, you can get seriously hurt if you're being lackadaisical on the field. Right. But, you know, like, basketball. Like, you can be decent and not really give a shit about the sport anymore. And, you know, you're not necessarily going to get hurt. Like you're not gonna get as much playing time, but you're not gonna get hurt. And he, and he took time. Like you know what? I was super obsessed with MMA, and I got really far. Um, and I I lost some desire here and there just because like oh damn dude, it actually feels like work. And and then I got it back, but I took time off. And then my coach goes, Ian, you got to take time off between your fights. Go yeah. do something you love to do because like it's even though you love it, that love will come back and stuff like that. I'm happy happy that paul took time you know well he said it was after because after the hooker fight that he sort of realized that you know he didn't really have that desire anymore and i think he fought like one or two more times against rda because he felt like oh dude i want to do this maybe it's a matchup maybe it's that and then yeah but charles Oliveira is a different fucking guy yeah you know what i'm saying he's a different fucking guy he's not the guy that he fought before he is completely different. Yep. You know, um, that's why I think like they, everybody says that against Floyd Mayweather and Canelo Alvarez. Like, oh, Floyd picked Canelo because he was young. He could pick him apart a little bit. Canelo's fucking different now. Yep. Yeah, he is. You know, and it's you. You know, it. People change. The the fighters around you change. Your mindset changes on it. So, you know, it, you don't have the desire anymore, and I, I get that. I, I completely understand that, you know, even yeah. in my just boring ass field that I work in, like, I don't get to punch people in the face for money, but you know, I, you know. I do understand not having the desire to do what I do anymore. For sure. 
Yeah. For sure. And he said one thing that um I talked to my friend Randy Miller. She's an Olympic bronze medalist. And uh I said, Randy, why did you retire? Because like you could have made another world team and stuff like that. You went to the fucking Olympics, Randy. You know how many people that can't do that? And then I'm like, why'd you retire? And she goes, when I knew I couldn't win a gold medal. Yeah, there's there's a difference between, I would say, I, I guess like, you know, competing for second and third place. Right. Rather than knowing like you could be the one on the top. Paul Paul said that in his press conference. He doesn't, Paul doesn't think he can win the world title. No. I don't, I, again, I don't blame him. That 145 division, and stacked. You ha- and then you have to think, you have to think, He's retiring. He just got a new contract when he's probably making the most money in his career right now. Yeah, he's probably making a shit ton of money and he's not getting punched in the face anymore. So Yep, yep. Like he like his fight contract is probably looking nice, dude, to probably fight. And he's saying, I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. He said he enjoys spending time with his kids, time with his wife, time at home. You know, oh. he he has, you know, everything that he enjoys doing. He, I think yeah. he's coaching a little bit too. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and then uh, it's funny. He just says like, "Dude, I can drink here and there." He goes, "I can." Uh, he goes like, but he he says he also says I'm more healthy now as a fighter, as a as a human being than I was a fighter because he goes like, "Dude, I ha- I probably have a lot of people don't talk about this. I don't know why." I had it a little bit on my old wrestling teammates had it. Randy had it. You, you develop eating disorders. Yeah. Well, you have to cut weight. I mean, you're forcing yourself to not eat and like, you know, know, say you do eat something and then you feel guilty and then, then you're developing, you know, like bulimia. You can feel like you got to go throw it up. I know as I'm going through it and dropping weight and cutting weight and stuff like that right now. Yeah. But um, there's healthy ways to do it, but like, I fucking get it, dude. Like, cause I've been there, dude. You see me after my fights when I'm fucking mobbing on pizza and stuff like yeah. that. Well, especially but, after your weigh-in, too. I mean, like Dave and Buster's getting the full buffet going there. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know, dude. I know. Like, dude, we've been fucking starving ourselves and then trading at the highest level, you know? Yeah. Like, you fuck, gotta, dude. I don't I don't have the discipline to do that, man. I'm gonna <laughs> eat like ice cream or some shit, and then I'm just gonna be like, ah fuck, now I gotta train harder. But, like, you can actually train and eat like that and still be fucking healthy, you know? Like, uh, and yeah. he said that he's loving that. So I fucking get it, dude. Yeah. I fucking get it, you know? Well, and, you know, doing that, and especially, like, you know, like the Ultimate Fighter people, which that comes back next week, too. Yep. Uh, on the first. But. That's tough, dude. Making he, weight, yeah. like, five times. Like, five times within, like. But you have or... to you have to stay within like that certain weight too. Like, I know they're not saying like, "Hey, you're gonna fight on this day." You still have to cut down. Like you have to maintain like that 10, 15 pound gap from Bro, your fight weight. JoJo Carterwood said she only thing she ate on the fucking house was eggs, eggs. That's so she can keep her fucking weight down. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't do that. No way. Hey, no way. I'm but, going in on the heavyweight group. <laughs> but Paul, um, I'm happy for you, dude. I think it's a smart choice. Um, I think he, he's pretty fucking happy in what he's doing in his life. I think that's the key thing, you know? Yeah. Um, and I think uh, he has a good retirement plan. That's why I have my wrestling club because that's a great retirement plan. I Because uh, Randy told me like, Hey, a lot of athletes need a, a a therapist after they retire because they're like, well, what am I supposed to do? You've been kind of told what to fucking do yep. for like training camp, stuff like that. And you perform, you don't have that no more. Right. And stuff like it's, that. It's, and, same thing with the military. Even, yeah. You know, you can do four years, you can do 20 years. A lot of these guys that come out and they're brainwashed pretty much like they talk, they act. I see it all the time in Amazon too, because these guys aren't giving themselves enough time to, you know, reintegrate with society. Right. It, you get these guys that are fresh out of their job in the Marine Corps, they're coming in and they're, you know, 
they still talk like they're in, they still expect the same, you know, results and speed and everything like they did when they were in the Marine Corps. And it's like, you need to take your time. Like I've told some of these guys, it's like, you know, you need to take time, relax, realize that you cannot act the same way that you did there here. Like, bro, I, I know, like, that's why me and Devin after all my dude, after all, after my fight, I kicked it with you guys. And then me and Devin, I was out in fucking New York. Yep. Says Marvin, like, you have to do that. Yeah. You have to fucking do that. Yeah. You have dude. to be able, you have to be able to, you know, just take away from it and realize that you are still human. Yep. You know, and that's half the reason why I didn't really spend a whole lot of time with people on base is because I knew at the end of the day, like I'm eventually not going to be a Marine anymore. And you know, go back I, to society. Yeah. I got to go back to society. So I got to hang around actual people. I can't be, you know, a raging douchebag every day of my life. Like I have to, you know, learn how to talk to people normally where I'm not going to just call like, someone fat or, you know, not going to say things that I'm going to regret later right. at the end of the day. So, it, you know, I, I'm happy that I did that, but I understand like you, you do need to, everyone needs to figure out their own way of how to get back to who they were uh, before competing, or they need to find a way to maintain who that person is even while they are competing. Right. Like It is two different mindsets. You have your normal every day and then you have your competition like those two should never like you may be able to be in your competition mindset for a few months at least up until the day of your competition but after that you need to just like slowly ease yourself back in that's it go back that's to being normal and that's it dude we're gonna end on that note we will see you we'll see you next week for sure we'll break down like the future yeah. card yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll be here yeah. next week yeah we'll and be here we'll maybe be here. we'll break down some tough but who knows yeah <laughs> who knows <laughs> who knows we'll see you next week <laughs>